Topic Podcast is brought to you by Club CDL. Club CDL is the place for tennis, squash, and fitness located at 8305 Chemin Cote de Lies in the West Island. They have nine clay indoor clay courts. The only place in the city that has courts like that. You got to check them out. Go uh, check out their four indoor hard courts for tennis. But it's your one-stop shop for everything you need at Club Sportif CDL. Go say hi to Lloyd. And Lloyd, he'll get to know you right away because he knows everybody. (laughs) And he says hi to everybody. Check them out at 8305 Chimay Cote de www.clubcdl.com or on Facebook at Club CDL. Sean, pretty funny because... Uh, we were there uh, doing a tour with Lloyd uh, the other week, and everybody that walked in, he said hi to them and addressed them by name. And I just want to make it clear, like I was a bit confused. I went in there, and it's way bigger than I thought. And then it's it like, just keeps going and going and going <laughs> and going, and it's got everything. Well, that's, you that's need. the thing. You say it has everything you need. Everyone's like, oh, tennis, tennis, tennis. Yes, there's a lot of tennis. There is. But there's also a weight room and a spin room and a room for classes like Moomba and yoga. Squash. Pickleball with the fastest growing sport ever, I'm told. I still got to learn about this pickleball thing. Someone has to uh, show me how to play. I challenge you to pickleball. You challenge me to a duel? I don't even know what it is. I want a squash bet at some point. That's what we have to work on because I think you could, I could beat you and you think you could beat me while wearing a rooster suit, which I think is false. I was going to say true, but then I was saying that your false is true. <laughs> and Sean, you know what? After you work out, you might be a little bit hungry. So check out Aviva. Aviva Greek Tavern has moved. They're now at 4868 Sources, Corner Anselm Leving, across from the Old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting at 9.95. Yeah, that's perfect. Every day, a variety of fresh fish. Yes. You can even order your fish of choice in advance. And you can find them on Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes which is uh, something that I really like to do. I like having the food come to me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You don't like going places for the food, but if you were to go somewhere, it's Viva Greek Tavern. Uh, Plus, Mitch, I want to take the time to welcome uh, one of our new title sponsors here on the Hotopo, the Hot Topic Podcast, because hockey season is in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today and use the promo code Hot topic and receive, Mitch, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting on the NHL and all major sports. What's the promo code? Hot topic. What's the promo code? I want it to be Hotopo, but it's hot topic. What's the what, what, What's the promo code? Hot topic. All right. Uh, did I tell you about my uh, preseason parlay? Please, go on. So my preseason parlay, Sean, I bet a bunch of teams... Uh, over or under their point totals. Yes. Uh, now I'm going off memory, so this is a bit challenging because I have to remember what the lines were set at. And I apologize if I'm wrong at any point. Uh, but I bet Montreal over 89 points. I like it. I bet New Jersey under 88 points. Oh, love it. I bet Calgary under 98 points. Good. And I bet Carolina over 91 points. Ooh, that's going to be tough. But I like them. That was some good ones. You could even uh, bet on different proposition bets from what team will win the opening faceoff, which team will score the first in a game. The odds of winning the Stanley Cup get the fastest two market odds updates and payouts with our new sports book partners, betonline.ag. Yeah, buddy. I'm looking forward to that. And get uh, that uh, 50%. Using the promo code. I know you always have so much fun just throwing a couple dollars on a game here or there to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. I do it all the time. (laughs) Hot Topic! You are my best friend forever. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on, I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. Hot topic, yeah, yeah, hot topic, hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are my best friend forever. No, no. Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends do.
Welcome into episode six of the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast. And yes, Mitch, I'm Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo. Episode five does exist. I've been asked about episode five a whole lot. I, I, I noticed. Yeah. Have, have people asked you about episode five? Yes. I get uh, tweeted about it all the time. What do you tell them? I don't respond. Oh, <laughs> but you know it's you know it exists. It's somewhere, right? Yes. Maybe maybe it's the lost episode of the Hotopo. So, I used to have the uh, Angry Gallo podcast. Yes, and uh, there is a lost episode of the Angry Gallo podcast. You'll like this. Yeah, I like this. So, what happened was, the episode was up on uh, all the platforms, and we used a lot of music. You know, I'm a big music fan. Yes. And we used a Jay Z song in one of the uh, in one of the podcasts, and Jay Z's people sent us a cease and desist. Oh, you could ask Dave Trinidue about this. Amazing! It's like either get the song out of the podcast or take the podcast down. So like Jay Z did not want to be associated with Mitch Gallo whatsoever. Not one bit. <laughs> And I'm That's like, amazing. and I'm like, well, we can't just take the music out because I'm speaking over top the music. So Dave had to delete it off iTunes. So we called that episode uh, the lost episode because there it, it exists. And maybe in years and years and years, when you know some kid buys all of Jay Z's rights to his music after Jay Z is long gone, uh, maybe we could then release the. Uh, the lost episode of I the I think you have to Gala wait to like 25 years after an artist dies. Is, is that what it is? I have no idea what it is. I think I just made that up. Well, I just know that there was something silly. Like, I believe that I believe at one point Michael Jackson owned the rights to all the Beatles music. And then it stayed with Michael Jackson's estate. And Michael Jackson's family and whoever he left money and stuff too they own the beatles music meanwhile sean paul mccartney's still alive oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good let's get going on the hotopo all right mitch you ready yes i'm very 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 ready all right could something happen at a montreal canadians game this week yes lots of things they're recognizing Zdeno Chara for his 1500th game. He stands, applauds the fans, and isn't that a nice touch? Mitch, was that a nice touch? No, I didn't like it at all. Why? I just, Sean, I don't understand why we always have to play nice and why the Canadians always have to do the right thing and the classy thing. And it, it's, it's, it's just annoying. I thought it was he really plays, nice. He plays for the other team. He is on the biggest rival. He almost killed one of the players on the Montreal Canadiens. And he he's not very likable. He I said he almost killed him. Yeah, it's it's funny because I flash back to the uh, chair of Pacioretty. I was not in the building. I was not in the I building. I was watching on television. And I uh, thought, I was like, I think I just saw someone die. Yeah. That's so what I, I thought. So that's why I can say he almost killed him. Well, he didn't almost kill him. He was fine. He was going to the movies a day later. Okay, easy there, uh, Dr. Recky. I just, I don't know. I, I, I really don't see why we have to always hold hands and hug and everything has to be so nice all the time. No, that's the enemy, man. That's the enemy. That's that's the guy you're supposed to hate. 1,500 games is something special. Only 21 players have ever done it. Uh, the Canadians are one of the long-lasting well, you, you know franchises in the then, National Sean? Hockey League. You know who should honor him then? Sure. The Boston Bruins. Sure, and they will. When he gets back to Boston, it just happened to land. If game fifteen hundred, the actual game was in Montreal. So I am okay. So, I have zero so, problem. So let me with ask it. you this: If the Canadian- I was a little disappointed, there weren't more boos though. Yeah, me too. But let me ask I you this: I thought it would have been a great if, moment if the of Canadians them booing do, if him. If the Canadians don't acknowledge him, what happens? Nothing. Exactly. So don't do it. But now let you're Boston classy. take care. Oh, yay! Yay, we're classy. We made Zidane Chara feel welcome in Montreal. It's such bullshit. I had no problem with it whatsoever. I just told you I was disappointed that the fans didn't boo him, and it would have been like a respect boo. Like, you know, they saw him, oh, 1,500, boo. And then everyone's like, boo! And they're clapping at the same time, and then he's laughing. I was like, that would have been a great moment. But then they turned the boos to cheers, and then it was all sappy. That I didn't like. But I have no problem with the Canadians doing it whatsoever. All right, I do. 
Uh, Sean. Yes. That game against Boston, though. At some point, we're we gonna look back on it as a turning point in the season for the Canadians. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was a very big win, and the Canadians have a lot of big wins against big teams. But I think it's one of those wins where the Canadians can say, hey, we went toe-to-toe. We know how to shut down the top line in the National Hockey League. I think it's a, a, a point of reference or a turning point, maybe in uh, maybe in the career of like someone like Philip Deneau, in recognition-wise. I think in Montreal, Philip Deneau gets the recognition. I think he was starting to get it last year, being fifth in Selkie voting. But if he puts up games like he did against the Bergeron line, and that line does stuff like that, couple more times they go up against Colorado he does this great performance goes up against uh Sidney Crosby has a great performance goes up against Barkov has a great performance and and this happens a couple of times and people start to take notice that fifth place vote might turn into a third place vote. I'm not saying he's a selkie winner but that could be a turning point for him taking his career to the next level as one of the elite defensive centermen I don't know if he's there yet but that is a game if he turns into one you will remember Look, I can't say if it's a turning point or not, but what I can tell you is after 82 games are in the books, I'm going to remember that game because it had a different feel, feeling, Sean. It was, it felt different before the game even started. I was energized. I was hyped, and I was expecting a good game, and the two teams delivered. That was a lot of fun to watch, and I think after 82 games, we're going to look at it as being one of the more entertaining ones of the season, a game that they won against their rival. But a lot of a lot of racetrack still to go. Are the uh, Canadians a little bit uh, indisciplined? Like they're one of the least penalty penalized teams in the National Hockey League. But that game against Philadelphia this past week, I mean, Tatar and Lekkinen and their bench kept taking taking penalties. The funniest part about this whole thing is, first of all, are the Canadians do the Canadians lack discipline? I think the answer is clearly yes. Their their guy that you would expect to be or to have the least amount of discipline has actually stayed out of the penalty box for the most part. Uh, actually, has he taken one yet this year? I just want, like, Max Domi, has he been in the box? I don't think so. He uh, he has not. He's not taken a single penalty. Not a fighting. Like, maybe he should have got one when he punched uh, Alex Kerfoot in the face. Uh, but other than that... He wanted to drop the gloves this week uh, against McAvoy. Yeah, against Charlie McAvoy. That's right. But, Sean, you know, Thomas Tatar with the amount of penalties uh, he's taken. And Lekkonen, you know, same category. He's been in the box way too much. And the thing for Lekkonen is he hasn't played that well, and he's a member of the penalty kill. So that makes it even a double whammy when you take a penalty. You know, Sherratt, Weber, you kind of expect those guys to uh, be in the box at times because of the way they played, uh, because of the way they play. Uh, Jonathan Drouin also at uh, three minor penalties. A little bit too much. Sean, this is not a team that can afford to spend large amounts of games killing off penalties because they're just they're not good enough. They're not good enough as a team to spend that much time in the box. So uh, the two guys, though, it's 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 Tatar and Lekkinen. Those guys got to clean up their act. No, 100%. I think that uh, there's a little bit of indiscipline, and I think you got a little bit from the coach. Trying to show up the uh, referee the other day. I know he was very unhappy uh, against uh, Philadelphia, and you could blame the refs for you know whatever they want. But Claude Julien, he is known for being quite aggravated with the referees. Demonstrative. Yeah, that's a good word to use too. And uh, I don't think it helps his cause in certain situations at all. No chance it helps the cause. Sean. Yes. All right. At any point ever, are you going to consider uh, the possibility of Max Domi moving to the wing? Uh, when I see that Suzuki, Paling, or Jesperi Kakanyemi can pick up 70 points in a season. When I feel that they have that type of game. Then I'll be like, okay, maybe we can start thinking about that. Jesperi Kakanyemi is 19 years old. Ryan Paling's played a handful of games. Nick Suzuki has played two games at center and a bunch on the wing. Not even hit the game 20 yet. They're 20, 20, and 19 years old. I don't see a 70-point season from any one of these players in the near future. So, no. The moment I look and I see, ah, they could get 70 points, 75 points a season. Let's move Domi to the wing. 
Domi's center. He's not moving to the wing. It's not even part of my thought process for the Montreal Canadiens. What if Domi can get more points on the wing than he does at he's center? He's never done that. Yeah, but I know he but, can get 70 but, but at center. I know he can get 70 at center. I've never seen him do that on the wing. You're, you're right. However, you've also never seen him play the wing with Montreal. Yeah, but get those type of players to get you know, 70, 80 points on the wing, okay? To, to be in that realm, that's, those are special players on the wing. You accumulate points a lot easier at center, and he has been able to do that. Um, if Ryan Palin and Jesperi Kakiyama and Suzuki can dominate the face-off circle and you have an extra guy in the face-off circle, sure. Neither of them are doing that. Neither is Domi. He's still learning that. But I'd rather have Domi at center. It's not even part of my process right now. Yeah, well... I mean, it was part of my thought process when they tried to get Sebastian Aho. That, you understand. Yeah, but here's the thing, Sean, okay, because uh, Dano has never played the wing, right? Yep. Paling's never played the wing. Okay, I Ka- don't. I don't know how. I don't know what he did in. Kakinyemi's never played the wing. Uh, he did his last year pro in Finland. Okay, but he's. Uh, everyone would freak out if they put him on the wing. Yeah, no. I to me, Kakinyemi and Palin are not wingers. They're centermen. Yeah. So Domi is the only guy with NHL experience that has played the wing. Sure. Of, of the guys. Sure. He's so, the also the only one that got seventy points as a center. I just. I just don't know. I, I just don't know where the end game is here. With with all the players, yeah, no, I am very curious how they're going to play this out. I, I I am with you. I don't know how they're going to do it, but Domi to the wing is not the answer right now. Not at all. No, not even close for me. Nope, not going to happen. Uh, Mitch, you want to go around the NHL a little bit here sure. quickly? Yeah, yeah. What's going on with the Islanders, man? They got a, they got the best coach in hockey. Uh, they That's finally what's... they finally lost a game, but yeah. wow, they still pick up a point all yeah, the time. Well, they don't uh, they don't get scored on. Um, they have ex- extreme buy-in. That's the thing. Like, you know, Barry Trust went in there last year. There was going to be no excuses. They lost their best player. It didn't matter. You know, this year they lost their goalie. didn't matter. He has them playing a system everyone's bought in. You look even like Matthew Barzell, right? He is an ex- extra- extraordinary talent, and he's bought into Barry Trotz's system. I heard on uh, the Ray and Dregs podcast, Sean, uh, Ray Ferraro said that since becoming the head coach of the Islanders, their record in the second game of back-to-backs is 14-1-1. That's coaching. That's that to me. That's coaching. That's saying you know what? We're not going to make any excuses. The like everybody else complains about the schedule. That's not going to be us. You know what? Uh, Lula Morello, I think, deserves a lot of credit too, along with Trotz, because he came in at the same time. And Lula Morello is a no-nonsense type of guy, and I think he's also instilled the culture that if you don't play the way we want you to play, you're not going to be part of this team. All right, one more thing before we uh, move on from the rapid fire brought to you by Angry Monkey MMA. Can't, uh, can't wait for editor headlines. <laughs> Della Rose for Fabry, did that confuse you? Yes, it did. Yeah, it's a guy that scored 18 in a season once and a guy that has 12 career goals. In 195 games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're looking for two different players here. And it, look, I for the Blues, it's you're getting a centerman that you know can play that role. And they're trading a guy that might be a 12-13 for a guy that was a 12-13. For the Wings, they're trading a guy that was their fourth-line centerman for maybe someone they can use, maybe someone they can use in a top-nine role. You know, I understand that, Sean. I, I get it. But I would still never trade down even if the players are different like to me a player is either better or worse than the other and I think Fabry is the better player now I could be wrong about this and maybe the knee injuries are really debilitating him but I think he's 10 times the player that Jacob De La Rose is uh, yeah I could do seal all day. The rapid fire brought you by Angry Monkey on fifty one thirty nine Verdun in Verdun. Kids and adult classes, boxing, jujitsu, kids classes, anything you need in the MMA category. What's go up, by, Justin? Say, say hi to Justin. You can uh, go by and sing some seal. Did you know that when it's yeah, that's intimidating. <laughs> You gotta get that guy, yeah. Uh, gotta get the, the clip of that kid from the post game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Why did the new goalie bring a pen to the practice? Why? He was told he he was told he'd be given hockey pads. How you doing tonight? Yeah. Yeah, it's time for the pop quiz. Yeah. All right. I brought you by 11 Waves, 11waves.com. Let their team make ways for you. Sean, yes. I'll ask the question first. Okay, go ahead. Because I know that you are such a fan of Russian hockey. Ah. So every time a Russian question comes uh, comes to my mind, Kutrov. I have fun asking you the question. All right. And the thing about these questions is we did the, uh, the Habs Hot Topic for years. And a lot of the names that come up are the same when it comes to the Russian-born players. Yes. So I understand that asking the question, but I don't care. Because my favorite Russian player of all time, Alex Ovechkin this week, Sean, yes. became the fifth Russian player ever to appear in 1,100 career regular season games. The fifth? Yes. Okay. I would like to know the other four Russian-born players to play in 1,100 career NHL games. All right, so 1,100 games, not just 1,000 games, 1,100 games. Uh, Fedorov's got to be there. Fedorov, indeed, has played more than 1,100 games. All right, uh, did Gonchar do it? Gonchar, indeed, played more than 1,100 games. Uh, Zubov? Zubov is incorrect, Sean. I was hoping you were going to sweep. Okay, I wasn't sure about uh, Zubov. Uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, Kovalchuk isn't there. Burry never got there. I don't. I don't think McGillney played. By enough. the way, Zubov, one thousand sixty-eight games. Oh, so he's like thirty-two short. That's right. Okay, he's thirty-two short. Okay, thirty-two games, and you're well, getting I'm, mad at me that I, I know didn't I didn't sweep. get no, I didn't get mad at you. I, I was just hoping you would sweep. That's all. Okay, I was hoping you go four for four. Okay. Still the wrong answer. So okay, so, I didn't say it was a bad guess. So I have two more to go? Two more to go. Two more to go. Russians have played over 1,100 games. Uh, like the uh, the guys that were... Oh, Datsuk's got to do it. Datsuk uh, is incorrect. Is incorrect? He incorrect. Didn't, he Datsuk. didn't get up uh, that high? He did not. Hmm. Oh, Malkin? Malkin is incorrect. No, he's he just hit 1,000, did he not? Yeah, I think he, Sorry, hit, he just the hit 1,000 mark. Thousand. Yeah. So he's getting close. Um... Like a Russian. Uh, Larionov came in late. Makarov came in late. Fatisov came in late. All these these guys came in late. I'm missing somebody, right? Well, you're missing two. Yes. Yes. One is kind of like the forgotten Russian, and the other one you're going to be like, well, yeah, obviously. Okay. The forgotten Russian. Yeah, I always, I always feel like he gets forgotten. I don't know why he gets forgotten, but he does. And they're, neither of them are active? No, they're not active. Non-active Russian players over a thousand one hundred games. They're not. They're not obscure. No, no. Of course, if they played a thousand one hundred games and they're from Russia, I should clearly know yeah. who they are, right? Yes. Um, you want to give me an east or a west? Uh, or have they moved around? Well, one played for sure his whole career in the east. Uh, the other one, I'm not sure. Who am I missing? Why can't I think straight? Oh, Kozlov. Yes, that's the forgotten one. Sorry, yeah, Kozlov. I, I went straight to my Thrashers. Kozlov, 1,182 uh, yeah. games. I just wanted to check because I wasn't sure if he spent his whole career in the East, which he did. Yeah. Thrashers, Detroit. Uh, yeah, no, that's why I was for. like, ah, oh, my Thrashers. I oh, he played that. for Buffalo for 38 yeah. games. Oh, for 38 games he was in Buffalo? Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember, remember him with that. Buffalo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he played 38 games Am I Buffalo. going forward or defense on this? Uh, the next one? Yeah. Uh, it's a forward. It's a forward, eh? Yeah. Why am I missing a Russian forward that played over 1,000 games? Why am I why am I missing this guy? I don't know why you're missing him because I could tell you people are for sure shouting at their podcast. Yeah, this is this guy maybe, also maybe spent his entire career in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, yes. Oh, why am I uh, why am I blanking on? I this? have no idea. Why am I blanking on a Russian four that's in the East? I have no idea. You know, in uh, one thousand three hundred and sixteen games, he picked up one thousand twenty nine points. He scored 430 career NHL goals. Why am I? Why am I forgetting a Russian player? I just you get to tell me. I don't. I don't know why my brain's not working. Your brain is not working. No, it's Sean. not. Like I'm surprised at some of the guys you didn't even guess. Like how? Like well, no, a lot of the guys I know they're they're. Like, how would you not guess Alex McGillney? Which is not the answer. No, but I I said I know it's not McGillney. Oh, I you said, said that? Okay, yeah, I, I said I know it's not McGillney. I know it's not Burray. I know it's not. I went through a couple of guys. Who, okay. who is this guy that? I'm missing? Uh, the guy you're missing is uh, the guy who played for five seasons in Montreal. 
Alex Kovalev. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kovalev, that's my idea. Yeah, that's right. Yell at me. That's fine. That's just stupidity on my part. At least I didn't say Samsonov. All right, my question <laughs> for you, Mitch Gallo. Yeah. I kind of have a double pop quiz for you. Okay. Okay, because I have a question and then a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one's an easy one, one's a, fo- uh, oh, yeah, uh, sure. a hard one. Uh, can you name me the seven active players in the National Hockey League that have scored 50 goals in a season? There's seven active NHL players that have scored 50 in a season. 50? Yes. Okay, uh, this is tough for me. Uh, Ovechkin. Yes. Stamkos. Yes. Stamkos! Uh, Malkin. Yes. Uh, Kovalchuk. Yes. How many is that? Four? So I need yep. three more? Three more. Like, I'm trying not to get any wrong answers. <laughs> That's fine. This is my easy one. Yeah. Uh, did Parise do it? Uh, no, he did not. Did Eric Stahl do it? No. One's easy, one's uh, a little harder. Well, the, and then one is more recent. One was one did it last year. One did it last year. One guy is one of the top players in the game, and the other guy, uh, he just went to a new uh, team. Crosby. Crosby did it. Uh, the guy did it last year. Everybody he, forgets it's. He just went to a new team this year. The guy. Yeah, the other guy did. Yeah. Tavares. Nope. No. He had forty-nine. No. Forty-seven. 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 Yeah. Who had fifty last year? There's only two guys that had 50 last year. Two guys had 50 last year? Yeah. One of them went to a new team last year? No, no. One had... What? There's two guys left. One guy had 50 last year. The other guy went to a new team this year, but he was with the one team for a very, very long time. Arlo? No. Right idea, though, because the old guy that moved to a new team. Yeah. He gets angry a lot. Lucic? No. Never scored 50. I know. He's just... He distracted you when you said gets angry a lot. Yeah. He's He's an aggravating, aggressive player. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm out of answers. Uh, Corey Perry. Okay, yeah, I'd forget that. And uh, Leon Dreisaitl scored uh, 50. Last year, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay so here's here's my second question. Yeah. Because I saw this. Leon Dreisaitl yeah. is the only player drafted this decade. This decade's about the end that has scored 50. Okay. He's the only player in this decade drafted from 2010 until now that has scored 50 in a season. It's pretty crazy. I would like to know my follow-up pop quiz question, courtesy of 11 Waves, the two other players drafted after 2010 that have scored over 41 because there's only three players from this decade drafted that have scored over 41 goals. Over 41. Can you name me the other two? Patrick Laine. 44 goals in 2000. He was drafted in 2016. Austin Matthews? Nope. What did he hit that year? 40? 41. 41. So you said 40 over, or 41. You said over, over 41. Over 41 because there are seven players that got 41. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is a, an obscure guy that was very shocked that he scored this many goals. <laughs> uh, McDavid? Nope. Not, I'm obviously not the obscure Mc, guy, but... No, McDavid got 41. McKinnon got 41. Kucherov got 41. Debrinka got 41. Atkinson got 41. A point got 41. This guy got 43. Taylor Hall? A couple seasons ago, and no one thought he was a 40-goal scorer ever, but he was drafted after 2010. Taylor Hall? Nope. It's a very obscure name. A very obscure name? But it's very recent that he scored these goals, because the team he's on is very recent. Oh, so William Carlson. 43 goals. William Carlson and Patrick Laine and Leon Dreisaitl are the th- only three players drafted after 2010 with over 41 goals in a season. It's crazy. Bold prediction Matthews does it this this uh, season. Yeah. He's got to score a little more, though. Just I mean, a little more. I think he's on fire. He is. He is on fire. And that is uh, the pop quiz. Yeah. It's time for some random sports slots on the Hotopo. Yeah. 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 All right. My first round of sports slot, Mitch Gallo. Yes. Is the pylon cam in football 
is the best camera in football. <laughs> and hockey doesn't have anything like it. They have the goal cam like that's in the net. But man, the pylon cam in football, I absolutely love. And I wish the NHL had something like that. And I'm trying to think of what where you could put a camera that it would be awesome like that. Um... Do you like the pylon cam? I love the pylon cam. Is it the best camera in sports? It's cool for replays. Here's what I hate. I hate watching an NHL game and a team goes to the power play and they gave me the behind the net view. <sighs> My buddy Ryan loves that one. Drives me nuts. He loves it. I'm like, first of all... The perspective is weird. The perspective is weird, but I'm also like... If, if, if I'm invested in the outcome of the game, the camera angle kind of stresses me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why it makes me more stressed about the game. And that lane's not open. Oh, it was. And I can't. I don't know. I can't focus. I can't focus with that camera. I say they put a, a camera in uh, in the goalie skates. Okay. Skate cam. Yeah. They've done the referee cam. No, don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Don't like it. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, my first uh, random sports thought, Sean, is uh, I miss old time hockey. So last week. Uh, Milan Lucic punches that uh, Sherwood kid in the head. Yeah, after, Cole Sherwood. Cole Sherwood after he uh, poked uh, David Riddich. Lucic comes in and uh, clocks him in the face. Yes, I understand that Lucic was probably already mad because he turned over the puck at the blue line, mm -hmm. leading to that play in the first place. And, you know, things aren't going very well for Lucic right now with Calgary. But just how upset everyone got annoyed me. professional hockey players okay calm down I'm getting sad who can do this such a goon like I miss I miss the days of you can't touch the goalie or else we're gonna knock your head off I just miss it you know I love that stuff I know you do I'm old school and I'm surprised we don't I'm see, a caveman I'm surprised we don't see that stuff a little more that's all I'm a bit of a caveman but everyone's so soft now soft <laughs> so soft so soft Quack, quack. <laughs> All right, my uh, second round of sports slot. If Claude Julien punishes Thomas Tatar for indiscipline, can Tatar punish Julien for his indiscipline? Uh, nope, that's not the way uh, boss uh, boss employee relationship works. Okay, I'm just asking. I just ask questions. People get upset when I ask questions. They're just questions that are asked. You can answer them however you want. Random sports on number two. Yes. And it, it kind of relates to my old-time hockey thing. Mm -hmm. I enjoy a good coach freak out on the bench. I enjoy it. Bring them all out, Nylon, you freak. freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like a good coach freak out on the bench. And on top of that, Sean, yes. one of these days, like you, maybe this could be along with your pylon camp. One of these days... I want an all-access microphone where I sign in on the internet or it's on pay-per-view instead of having commentary, all I have is direct audio from whoever I want. I like it. I love the, the CFL does live mic games. I am in love with it. Yeah, but I, it's, But I mean, it's just a it's, certain couple players you want from everybody. I get it. No, here, here's what I want. I want it on my computer. Be like, you know what? I wonder what Coach Claude Julien is up to now. And then I have a button. I click Julien. Yeah. And then that's the feed I hear. This, the future's coming, my friend. You know? Oh, you know what? I wonder what Price is doing right now. Click on Price. And then I just hear silence. Mm -hmm. So then I click somewhere else. <laughs> my like, on the bench yeah. run, I would love to know the exact things Julien said word for word to the referee. Do you think, though, do you think if, if that happened, everyone would... Shut their mouths a little bit more? Yes, 100%. That sucks. Uh, Mitch, yeah. my third random sports slot. I asked this question on Twitter. You never answered me. Yeah, okay. I want to know. I want to know the one player you think is amazing, but no one else does. 
Like, I answered Vladimir Malakoff. You know how I feel. I thought he was the greatest hockey player ever to live, but he never tried, so that's why he wasn't great. I got a lot of Brent Gilchrist from Montreal Canadiens fans. There were people that loved Brent Gilchrist. They, he was the greatest thing in the world, but of course he wasn't. Okay, what does not very good mean? I know, it just... You, you always loved a player. You're like, this guy's amazing, and he just... Maybe he just wasn't. But you, like, you stood by. You know, you kind of stood by... But people smell better than reindeers, <laughs> Sven. Don't you think I'm right? He's Sven. By the way, the Sven Andrigetto update, he has six goals in 25 <laughs> games with Umsk for the Sven for 10 party. Yeah, I never thought he was amazing, though. I know, but there's got to be a player that you were always like, man, that guy's awesome. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Um, Freddie Anderson, right? Freddie Anderson's a good goalie. I know, but you always think he's amazing. I'm trying to think of what the... You know what I'm asking, yeah, though. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what the player's name was. Sure. It was a... Simo Gamash. Simo Gamash. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that I was able to pull that up uh, out of thin air. But I remember Simo Gamash. By Daniel Cirillo. And Gamash steps into Cirillo. That makes it even worse. Well, it should have been interference. I thought he was going to be amazing. I really did. And he never really amounted to much. Let's see Simon Gamash here. Yeah, Simon Gamash. Oh, he's a, a former thrasher, Sean. Yeah, I know. You should know uh, Simon Gamash. Said Gamash. <laughs> it was Gamash Smash. Yeah. 5'9, 171 pounds. Ninth round pick of the Thrashers. Yeah. Played 48 NHL games, picking up 13 points. Bounce around in the Swiss League after leaving the NHL. So there, I gave you an answer, okay? Simo Gamash, Sean. When Simo Gamash was in junior, mm -hmm. he scored 184 points in 72 games with Valdor. That's pretty good. I forget the... Your final uh, round of sports lap? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of happy with just uh, Simo Gamash. All right. Uh, John? Yes? Uh, after watching Boston Montreal, my third round of sports thought is... It must suck to be an NHL team that doesn't have a really good rivalry. Even Vegas, who just got Vegas has San Jose. It's a great rivalry. No, no, that's what I meant. They have a rivalry, like, right away. I mean, does Arizona rival with uh, no, Winnipeg? They're, they're one of the teams. No, but do they rival with Winnipeg a they, little bit? They don't. No? No, that's, that's one of the teams I was actually thinking about specifically for this. Arizona does not have a natural rival. Mm, that's tough. You know, like the Ducks hate the, the, the Kings. Yeah. Vegas hates San Jose. Uh, Vancouver, for the longest time, hated uh, the Kings and San Jose. And Boston. And, yeah, Boston, even though they only play in the final and play twice a year. You know, I don't know if the Dallas has a good rivalry right now. Back in the day, I used to love... Why don't you just give Dallas, Arizona? Sure, why not? It should be Dallas, Minnesota, though. That's what it should be. Uh, back in the day, it used to be great between Dallas, Edmonton, hmm. when they were both really good teams, remember? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that. It must suck if you don't have a really, really good rivalry. I concur, Mitch Gallo. Yes. How do you know which hockey, which hockey players dye their hair? How? They're on the highlighting reel. Editor headlines. Uh, time for Editor Headlines, brought to you by Play It Again Sports Kirkland, 2973 St. Charles and Kirkland. Say hi to Keith and Gerard for all your sporting good needs. And uh, Mitch? I always say, name drop me, Sean Campbell. You might get a little bit more. Unless you name drop Mitch, he thinks he gets a little bit more. No? Like, uh, which which name do you think carries more weight at played against sports? Oh, no, I think, uh, I think I'm think i approaching uh, more years than you know. Are you? As the, I uh, did that host. show for a very long time. I've been doing it for a long time. I, I think I did it longer. Maybe. I definitely did it longer. Maybe. Because I was approaching 10 years. Was it really that long? Yeah, that no, long? no, it was really, really that long. Well, I guess uh, I guess ask for Sean when you're there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, check them out. Uh, all, every, anything you need, and, and everything hockey, but I mean, even outside of hockey, uh, baseball, I get my kids uh, suited up for baseball. I know that the Caribous get suited up there at uh, 2973 St. Charles in Kirkland. All right, it's time for editor headlines. If Jimmy likes it, he gives us a... And if he doesn't... I wonder how Jimmy feels today. 
I wonder as well. I don't know how Jimmy feels. Sean, for my first... I'm still angry at him. For my first headline... I think he lost episode five. He did. For my first headline, I am going with uh, Ryan Paling's game against the Boston Bruins. okay. His game against the Boston Bruins. I actually have two headlines for this. I'll save the second one. Sure. Uh, But my uh, first headline reads, Ryan's second game pales in comparison to his first. Oh, Jimmy's in a good mood. I like that. Pales. It's not bad. All right, but uh, I spelt it P O E H L. Yes, it doesn't matter how you spell it. It's about well, it's how it's, you it's say a headline it. though. All right, uh, my uh, first editor headline uh, goes uh, to that uh, game as well. Victor me or Mete? Uh, Victor Mete with a pair of goals, right? That means he's uh, one of the hottest Montreal Canadiens out there. My headline reads: Heat the meat. <laughs> Uh, All right, I uh, I had a headline for this. Was it, it, I was, was actually it heat the meat. No, I was going to save it for the end. Okay, but since you uh, went there, I'm just going to do it now. I won't be able to go out as uh, on as much of a bang. Okay, but uh, Sean, uh, I thought the uh, pairing between Petrie and Mete was good. So my headline reads: You can't beat Pete Meat. Just one, not the standard three from uh, <laughs> Jimmy G. All right, I do have uh, another uh, Victor Meat. Victor Meat or Mete? I uh, have another one, right? Because mm-hmm. they call him Meat. It is actually Mete, but uh, a lot of people uh, uh, want to know uh, where he is and what he's doing, and is he going to be this kind of uh, player? Who knows? So my headline reads, Where's the beef? Uh, Meat. Hey, where's the meat? Oh, no. Uh, Do you remember the Where's the Beef, ladies? No, I don't. It's like an old Wendy's commercial. Hey, where's the beef? That makes sense. <laughs> I, I do like their square patties. Yes. All right, Sean, my uh, third headline. Yes. Uh, back to Ryan Paling in uh, that second game. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a moment in that one where Matt Grizzlick hammers Arturi Lekkinen. Yes. And Ryan Paling immediately gets into Grizzlick's face and pushes him. And I like to see that. I like to see that pushback, and I like to see players standing up for their teammates. So my headline reads, Paling doesn't leck his teammates down. I think you're stretching with the lack and the like, but uh, maybe it'll uh, pass for this one. <laughs> uh, sticking with the uh, Habs and the Bruins, uh, a lot of people upset in Montreal that Carey Price did not play very well, but I'm sure uh, people in Boston did not like the way that Tuka Rask played for the Bruins. Was he very good? No. He wasn't. So Rask bruined Boston's night. <laughs> All right. Showing uh, my fourth headline has yes. to do with the uh, Jacob Delarose trade. Ah. Is that what you're asking for? Please. <laughs> Feeling blue? Take a second to smell the Delaroses. All right, uh, my last two are on the Jacob Delarose trade. <laughs> Just to finish, it. is your last? Uh... No, it's not. No. Okay, my uh, my last two. Uh, so I got to choose another uh, Seal song. <laughs> All right, but uh, it's it's funny because I uh, decided to go with the Robbie Fabry Jacob Delarose trade, but I went with the Robbie Fabry. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least on this one, uh, wings Robbie the Blues in trade. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, Jimmy. I like that one. They robbied him. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Screw Jimmy. Uh, Sean. Yes. Am I my final one? Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, my final headline. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, for the longest time, uh, Andreas Athanasiu uh, had not scored a goal for the uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, I know. No goals on the board. So uh, my headline reads, this is after he scored, of course. You can't see me. I can, Athena, see you. You should have finished with your meat. I, I know you thought that one was funny anyways. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought you'd like the, the wrestling reference. Hey, man, I liked it. I, I, can't, I can't speak for Jimmy. I can't speak for Jimmy. That's all I know. Here, Jimmy. Man. 
Jimmy, you suck. That's that was right. brutal. <laughs> All right, my final <laughs> editor headline. Uh, back to the Jacob De La Rose trade as he goes from the Red Wings to the St. Louis Blues. De La Rose feeling good with the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Could have done like a poem or something. Could have, yeah. You know, uh, De La Roses are red, now he's a blues. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the spot, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Bold predictions. Oh, yeah, bold predictions. This is a perfect time to remind you to uh, check out uh, betonline.ag. Sign up today, use the promo code HOTTOPIC, and receive a 50% welcome bonus. And head over to the website today uh, or your mobile device, uh, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, check them out, uh, betonline.ag, for all your lines. Sometimes they love our bold predictions so much they take them and they put them on the site. If, if we could quantify our bold predictions, they'll actually take our bold predictions from the Hot Topic podcast and put them on Bet Online. Who's uh, who's going first here uh, for our bold predictions? Uh, I could go first if you want. Whatever you want, my friend. You, what, what would you like? I don't care. All right. Uh, remember one of my uh, f- uh, my old bold predictions was uh, Yesperi Kakinyemi going to the AHL. Yep. Uh, for some reason or another. Yep. I just reminding you that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, my bold prediction is Paul Byron finally got off the schneid, scored his first goal. Congratulations, Paul. Yeah. Hashtag be like Byron. Correct. He is known to be a what? Uh, goal scorer. How many does he score a year? 20. He's going to score 20 this year. Wow, that is bold. That is my bold prediction. He is going to score 20 this year. That's bold, Sean. Let's. That was my first bold prediction. Go ahead. Uh, all right, my uh, bold prediction, Sean. I am uh, actually about to head on vacation. Oh, okay. I'm gone for two weeks. Wow. Okay. What's so, the hotel pogue to do? He, th- that's for you to figure out. Okay. Stay um, tuned for episode seven, <laughs> where I talk to my friend, Mitch. You, you can call me if you want. I might. I might not pick up. I might have a couple cocktails in me. Uh, I might be sleeping, but you can try. You stupid idiot. <laughs> You're supposed to. Uh, so, Sean, my. Uh, Campbell. I returned to uh, Canada. Yes. On November 25th. Got it. Okay. Two weeks. My bold prediction is when I return from vacation, three Montreal Canadian players will be in double digit goals. Three. 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 When you return. Montreal Canadiens will be in double-digit goals. And when will you be back? On November 25th. I'll be back. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Way to go. That was good. I like that. All right, that's uh, Bold Predictions. And now time to wrap things up on the Hot Topic podcast. Uh, Mitch, this Hot is where topic. we get to name the show. I kind of want to go with uh, De La Rose's are red, now he's a blues. De La Rose. That's really long for it's an long, episode title. Funny, funny. I kind of feel like we should do something with... I like Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. You know what, though? I'm afraid that not enough people are interested in Jacob De La Rose. That's true. To to make them click the podcast. So you want something catchy. Yeah. Like, what about uh, You Can't Beat Pete and Meat? <laughs> you just going to go back to that? Uh, you don't like Heat the Meat? How about uh, Boochara? Boochara? Yeah. Oh, we'll figure it out. It'll be out soon enough. 
Thanks for listening, and thanks to our uh, sponsors, including Viva Greek Tavern. Uh, they have moved. They're now at uh, 4868 Sources, corner of Asan Laving, across from the old Adonis. Lunch specials at nine ninety five every day. A variety of fresh fish you can actually order ahead, and they are on Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes. Sean? Yes? Also, thank you very much to uh, Club CDL. I was uh, so impressed uh, after we went for the uh, tour. Oh, so I, I want to go back there. I'm going back on uh, on Monday, actually. Good. I'm going to get some squash in. Nice. And maybe hit the weights. I like it. Right before I go on vacation. Perfect. 8305, Chemin Cotelies in the West Island, and they have those nine clay indoor courts. But, Sean, it's all about everything. Anything you'd need. A one-stop yeah. shop for all fitness. There was kids going to school. There was a massage. There was pickleball. I loved it. And there was Lloyd. And they got beer. Yes. They had beer. I mean, maybe that's why I'll go. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll just go at a different time than you, though. Yeah, probably a good idea. And uh, thank you, and welcome to BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use the promo code Hot Topic and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus. Your uh, first on your first deposit, every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. BetOnline.ag. Stop! Kyle! Well, how's that for your entertainment value? Mitch and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. VBF. Uh, uh.